I'm Jan Baker and welcome to this Easter Sunday special of Heart and Soul. Today we celebrate the wonderful life-transforming event of Jesus defeating death and rising from the dead. For the next hour, come and celebrate with us as we present to you the resurrection music of the church throughout the ages. We start with the majesty of the hymn, Thine Be the Glory, from the Songs of Praise album. felt let down or even betrayed by your friends? It's a devastating feeling. It seems like the end of the world. You're so totally alone. Perhaps you even feel God's turned his back on you, that he's forgotten you. Even Jesus felt like that the day he hung there dying on a cross outside Jerusalem. Where was God on that Black Friday? But God didn't abandon his son there that day. He stood by Jesus and raised him to a new life again on Easter Day. Whenever you feel abandoned and betrayed, let down by those you trust and count on, remember this, God doesn't ever turn his back on you. No matter how others treat you, he's always there with you. And he offers you new hope and life through Jesus Christ. Playing the music of the church throughout the ages. Heart and Soul. 
The voices of Robert Hale and Dean Wilder from the 70s brought to us Christ the Lord is Risen Today. You're with Heart and Soul, Easter Sunday edition. Composers of all ages have found the resurrection theme irresistible to proclaim in song. From the traditional through the 70s to today, let's hear Australian artist Les Price and his team bring to us a song simply called He is Risen. encounter storms in life. Sometimes we're afraid, but God is always there to protect us. Through the death and resurrection of His Son Jesus, He's rescued us from the dangers of sin, death and hell. So be thankful, because His love for you never ends. Timothy Dudley Smith's affirmation of resurrection in song presented by the Orchestra, Choir and Congregation of the All Souls Langham Place Church. Shortly we'll be hearing one of the voices of Easter as we tune into Jerusalem on that first resurrection morning. But first to music. 
The glories of Charles Wesley's hymns are well known. We've already heard Christ the Lord is risen today. Here's another hymn of resurrection. Hail the day that see him rise. St. Michael's singers recorded this in Coventry Cathedral. with heart and soul celebrating the resurrection today. I am one of the twelve voices of Easter. Mine is the voice of adoration. Jesus changed my life. He loved me when no one else did. 
I've almost forgotten the days before. I will not speak of them. I will speak of him. I followed him wherever he went. I saw him raise the dead and heal the sick. The blind saw, the lame walked, the deaf heard, and the dumb spoke. Those bound by evil spirits were released by his command. I was one of the several women who followed him. We were not as close to him as the twelve, Peter, Andrew, James and John, and the others. But we constantly felt the warmth of his smile and the gentleness of his voice. He loved us as much as we loved him. But then the leaders in Jerusalem arrested him and killed him. I stood at his cross and watched him die. I wept to see him suffer. The Roman soldiers were cruel. Our leaders were no better. The chief priests and scribes mocked him in his agony. But Jesus had told us beforehand that this was the hour for which he came from the Father. He said he was laying down his life of his own accord, that no one was taking it from him. We stayed there all day, from the morning when they drove the nails through his hands and feet into the cross, until it was over and the soldier drove a spear into his side. Late in the afternoon, a strange thing happened. A member of the Sanhedrin approached the centurion in charge. Someone said he was Joseph from Arimathea, a town just 20 miles away. He showed the centurion a document and the soldiers took down the body for him. We followed him as they carried it to a tomb nearby. Another rich man met him and they worked together quickly preparing the body. It was almost the Sabbath. They didn't have time to finish. They had time only for washing and wrapping. They laid his body in a new tomb. We watched and remembered the place. We wanted to come back and anoint the body properly. We spent a long, cheerless Sabbath day together. As soon as the sun set, the bazaars opened. Mary, the mother of James, Mary, the wife of Cleopas, Joanna, Susanna, and others of us hurried into Jerusalem and bought the spices we needed to anoint Jesus' body. We decided to go the next morning, early in the day, when we could go without notice. The sun was still behind the hills of Moab when we made our way down the dark path to Joseph's tomb. Someone asked how we would move the stone. That's right! We had watched Joseph and the others block the entrance to the tomb with a huge stone. How would we ever move it? But when we arrived at the tomb, we were shocked. The stone had been rolled away taken right out of its trough and tipped over. As we stood and wondered at what had happened to the stone, two men dressed in dazzling white robes suddenly appeared. These garments were not the togas of Roman soldiers, nor were they the long white robes of the Pharisees. These were not men at all, but angels of God. We were overcome and we fell to the ground. But the angels reassured us. They reminded us how Jesus had said that he would rise again. One of the angels bid us to look inside the tomb and see for ourselves. I ran as fast as I could to tell Peter and John. When we returned, the other women were gone. We looked in the tomb. Empty. I was convinced that someone had stolen the body of Jesus. The linen garments Joseph had wrapped him in were lying there, neatly folded in their places. But the tomb was empty. Peter and John ran from the garden, but I remained. I had nowhere to go. What had happened to the master? Could it be that he actually did rise from the dead, or had the soldiers taken his body away? My heart was overcome again with sorrow. I just stood there, weeping. Then I heard a voice behind me ask, Woman, why are you weeping? I assumed it was the gardener. Sir, what have you done with him? I asked, wiping my face. It was fully light, but tears blurred my eyes. I turned, but could not see clearly. Then he called me by my name, Miriam. That was my Aramaic name, the name my parents and my friends called me. A gardener would not have spoken Aramaic to me. A Roman would not know my name. I knew that voice. I looked up. I saw him. It was Jesus. I answered in Aramaic, Rabboni. I threw myself at his feet, weeping, laughing, not believing, believing. My master, my teacher, my savior, my lord. He was standing there alive. 
Of course I became one of the twelve voices of Easter. A voice of astonishment and wonder. The first human voice of adoration. He told me to go tell the others, and I did. Marvelous news. A wonder beyond all wonders. God has accomplished great things in our midst. Jesus is risen from the dead. Righteousness arise with healing in his wings. Shine upon your people, Lord, let your Holy Spirit bring the light that sets us free to fix our eyes on things above. The glory of your presence, the healing of your love. Melt the clouds of darkness now and set your people free. Let the sun of righteousness arise and shine on me. Let the sun of righteousness arise with healing in his wings. Shine upon your people, Lord, let your whole Spirit bring the light that sets us free to fix our eyes on things above the glory of your presence the healing of your love melt the clouds of darkness now and set your people free like the sun of righteousness Arise and shine on me Shine in every corner Soften every heart Strengthen all your body Glorify each part Let the sun of righteousness arise With healing in His wings Shine upon Sets us free to fix our eyes things above. Glory of your presence, healing of your love. Melt the clouds of darkness now and set your people free. Let the sun of righteousness arise and shine on me. condemnation with your love and grace let the joy of Jesus shine on every face let the sun of righteousness rise with healing shine upon us free to fix our eyes to things above, glory of your presence, the healing of your love, of the clouds of darkness now and set your people free, let the sun of righteousness arise and shine on me. This is Heart and Soul, the music of the church throughout the ages. Hi, I'm Janet Paschal. Eugenia Price once wrote that happiness is a direct result of our circumstances, but joy is God in the marrow of our bones. I'd love to share this song with you, I Will Joy.
in the God of my salvation There is fullness overflowing From the source of liberation Such grace my mind dare not conceive His mercy poured out full and free Eternal life I hope would be Has now become reality Great voice and talent of Don Francisco with the Son of Righteousness will arise and Janet Pascal on Heart and Soul. In a moment, the Vineyard Group will present a hymn of joy. We'll hear the wonderful contemporary song in a cappello style and Heart and Soul speaker David will introduce the voice of Cleopas as this man reports on the meeting with the risen Jesus on the road to Emmaus. That's next on Heart and Soul. You're with Heart and Soul and this is our special Easter edition. I'm Jan Baker. Now, the late John Wimber and his wife Carol founded a lively church which became known as the Vineyard. Since that first church, many other vineyard churches have sprung up around the world, including Australia. So from the Vineyard Music Group's contemporary hymns album, we hear Joyful, Joyful, We Adore You.
playing the music of the church throughout the ages, heart and soul. Roll the stone away, roll the stone away. This is David Evans. I hope you're enjoying our special Easter Sunday program. And in a moment, we're going to play for you another of the 12 voices of Easter. Easter is a very, very happy occasion. Good Friday, we remember the death and burial of our Lord Jesus Christ. And three days he was in the tomb. Then he rose up from the dead triumphantly and put to death, death and sin and as the bible says in romans chapter 8 and verse 1 there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in christ jesus for the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death let's listen for a few moments as cleopas one of those who walked with him on the way on the road to emmaus suddenly had his eyes opened to see that this is indeed the one who prophesied that on the third day he would be raised up from the dead. The road before us was hard and colorless. It was springtime, but we were deaf to the birds singing in the trees. We were blind to the flowers blooming in the field. The sun gave no warmth. The skies had no color. Jesus the Nazarene was dead. We were full of questions and doubts. We had been in Jerusalem for the Passover. It was only a few miles from our village of Emmaus, but instead of celebrating the Feast of Deliverance with joy, we observed the crucifixion of our Deliverer with despair. We were at Golgotha. We saw Him die. I had come to believe this Jesus was the Messiah. My friend and I were both His disciples, not chosen to be among the Twelve, but disciples no less. We followed him. We listened to him preach. We submitted to his instruction. We believed his words. We expected to see him established as God's anointed king on earth, the hope of Israel and light to all the nations. Instead, we saw him crucified, falsely convicted by our leaders and executed by the Romans. He was gone. When he died, all our hopes died. The crucifixion was Friday. We stayed in the city through the Sabbath. The weight of his death grew on us each hour until it seemed we would be crushed completely. 
On the morning of the first day, we prepared to return to Emmaus. There was nothing more to do in Jerusalem. There was some chance the authorities would arrest any disciples of Jesus they could find. Those who stayed in the city were keeping out of sight. As we prepared to leave, we heard some rumor that his grave was empty. Someone had heard it whispered that the women had seen him alive. Another snatch of news had it that Peter and John had been to the tomb and seen it empty. But who knew for sure? There was no way to know. We took to the road. We walked some distance in sad conversation. Then we became aware of footsteps behind us. A man by himself. We let him join us. He asked what we were talking about. Why do you look so glum? He said. At first neither my friend nor I responded. Was he in sympathy or would he betray us? Finally I risked it. Where have you been these last few days? Haven't you heard what has happened in Jerusalem? Are you a stranger here? How could anyone within miles of the city not know what had happened? This had been no common execution. Three hours of thick darkness covered the land. Never had earthquakes accompanied a crucifixion. How could this stranger be ignorant of all this? But he seemed sincere. We told him that the one we expected to redeem Israel had been crucified and placed in a grave. His death was the end of our hopes. There could be no deliverance now. We even told him the rumors that some of the women had gone to the tomb that morning and found it empty. Peter and John went too. But what could have happened to the body? Who would have any reason to move it? And what about the Roman guards? We admitted the stories were hard to believe. The stranger shook his head at our confusion. He chided us for not believing the promises of the scriptures regarding Messiah. Then he taught us. He quoted passage after passage from Moses and the prophets and David, showing us how the promises must be fulfilled, how the Messiah must suffer first before he began to reign, how his death would atone for sin, and that God would not leave him in the grave, but would raise him to life again. Our hearts quickened to hear these words of promise and new hope. By the time we arrived at our village, it was late in the afternoon. Traveling after dark was dangerous because of thieves on the road, so when we saw that the stranger intended to go on alone, we persuaded him to stay. He accepted our invitation and came to dine with us. We reclined together at the table. The stranger took up the bread, blessed it, broke it, and we began to eat. That's when I noticed them, the marks on his hands, when he broke the bread. I caught my breath. I said, show me your hands. He held them out and turned them over. Nail prints. I raised my head and looked him full in the face. His eyes held my gaze, and I knew him. My heart pounded in my chest. I was looking into the face of Israel's Redeemer, Jesus, the Messiah, our teacher, alive from the tomb. The women were right. Peter and John were not talking nonsense. He was alive in my house, reclining at my table. I looked across at my companion. He too had recognized the teacher. When we looked back, Jesus was gone. I stood up quickly. We have to go to Jerusalem. We must tell them what's happened. My companion said, are you crazy? We've been on the road all day and now it's after sunset. It will be dangerous. I picked up a heavy walking stick. We left everything and rushed back to Jerusalem. That seven mile journey was the most exciting of my life. If there were bandits, we never saw them. In the city, we found the place where the disciples were hiding. We burst in. Peter, James, John, and the others, we told them. <laughs> then we told them again. They told us what they had seen. That small room could barely contain us. Yes, I am one of the 12 voices of Easter. I am Cleopas, and mine is the voice of assurance. I tell you today what I know is true. Jesus is alive. I have seen him. I have looked the resurrected Christ straight in the eye. I have heard him teach. I have eaten bread broken by his nail-scarred hands. Now there are no more questions. No more doubt. Only this assurance. I have seen him. He is alive.
Morning has broken like the first morning. Blackbird has spoken like the first bird. Praise for the singing. Praise for the morning. Praise for the springing fresh from the world. Sweet the rains new fall. From heaven, like the first dew fall on the first grass. Praise for the sweetness of the wet garden, sprung in completeness where His feet pass. Broken was sung by Roger Whittaker. This is Heart and Soul with Jan Baker. Across Australia, heard from north to south and east and west. Glad to be coming your way. Back in 1995, Jeff Bullock released this song on an album called Now is the Time. It's called This Kingdom and Jeff Sings It. Jesus, God's righteousness revealed. The Son of Man. The Son of God, His kingdom come. Jesus, redemption sacrifice. Now glorified, now justified, His kingdom come. kingdom will know no end and its glory shall know no bounds for the majesty and power of this kingdom's king has come and this kingdom's reign and this kingdom's rule and this kingdom's Display 
The resurrection of Jesus Christ is not just a historical event, as wonderful as that event was. It has great significance for you and for me. It's part of the plan that God has for our lives. Yes, our present lives, not just the life after death. Certainly we have the assurance if we're trusting in Jesus that he will raise us up at the last day and that we will live with him forever. But the power of the resurrection that raised up Jesus from the dead is the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is with us now. And he desires to move in your life through his power. Will you let him today? Will you let that power that raised up Jesus from the dead so quicken or give life to your mortal body that you will live life as Jesus intended you to and as Jesus came to bring it? He said, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. If we can help you to understand what it is to live that Christian life, then please write to us at Post Office Box 601 Drysdale, 322 Victoria. My Soul, the King of Heaven, brings today's program to a close. If you wish to contact us, our email is heartandsoulmusic at bigpond.com. That's heartandsoulmusic at bigpond.com. Thank you for being with us today. We've enjoyed bringing you the music of the church throughout the ages. May God richly bless you, and we look forward to getting together next time.